0: Hello there and welcome to the Last Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz like this. No tomorrow. This week, we're talking about Black Widow's journey through the MCU, including all of her appearances so far, along with Loki episode four and the news of the week. My name is Tom and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, John. Hey, everyone. Uh, Yeah,
1: this is going to be a very interesting talk about Black Widow and Loki. Loki
0: was a very... It um, oh. was very interesting this week, wasn't it? You no, know, in fact, it's a whole MCU episode. We literally have one piece of news and it's Spider-Man. We're going, we're just doing all the MCU this week. Yeah. Well, well not so, all the MCU, but you, you know what I mean. So we, we didn't get any news, but Spider-Man, really. yeah. Wow. Well, uh, well, I'll jump straight into that because we got some reveals regarding Spider-Man No Way Home in yes. way of the toys in way of the suits that spider-man will be wearing so we've got three suits revealed that spider-man will be wearing but particularly we've got uh you can see the you can see the two that we're gonna you know the, the main two on screen now we've yes, got this a black and gold suit yeah can you see it on screen um we've got a black and gold suit that he's wearing and we've got basically what is like the homecoming far from home suit but with like some gold on it and what looks like some doctor strange style runes what do you think
1: um so obviously we've been talking about um the multiverse uh and you know they're obviously going to bring back characters uh so this runes on suit that looks like he's going to use that to open portals or yeah i, I don't know
0: so that, yeah that, that was my thought exactly well another thing that we got from these reveals we got some uh, hasbro figures and some lego and yes. in those were doctor strange so you know obviously we already knew Doctor strange is going to be in it but it wasn't a dream he's definitely there um which it's not a dream. you know it's it's not a dream yeah. it's inception uh, which you know basically you know confirms that this is you know where we're going I, I yes. kind of, I'm assuming here that Doctor Strange will make this help him make this new suit because obviously at the end of Far From Home he had um the the blackened red suit and now we've got this kind of one that's leaning into a bit more navy blue with these runes on it Um, but it's interesting yeah. I wonder if this will also f- uh, serve as another layer of protection you know
1: yeah yeah that's
0: yeah that's also interesting as well and also why does why does
1: doctor strange have a shovel
0: (laughs) he has a shovel yeah it's weird i don't know um i guess Um, is he is he is he gonna you know go through the multiverse and then get a dead spider-man and then uh, i don't know digging up for zombie spider-man Okay. That that would be cool. That would be cool. But I mean, like they de- well, they're doing Marvel Zombies in What If? So oh, it's they, possible. Yeah? They are, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's...
1: And then we got MJ, and then we got I've I've got his name, Ned.
0: What ne- Ned? Ned. <laughs> Ned? Ned? Hey, uh, I don't oh... know if you saw. Speaking of MJ, this morning there was some um pictures uh of uh of like obviously like not set pictures or anything but like of Tom Holland and Zendaya having a little kiss so that so they're together now which I think is quite oh. funny because Tobey Maguire <laughs> and yeah. Kirsten Dunst were together when they when they were Spider-Man and MJ Andrew Garfield Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone were together when they were Peter and Gwen and now these guys are together it's like the Spider-Man I don't want to call it a curse I, but it's a Spider-Man kind I, of like I was tradition. about to say that but yeah I,
1: I think I feel like it's like a a spider-man trap you know they're
0: trapped can't play peter parker and his love interest without you know getting a little bit close oh that's
1: that's funny because you know we've seen spider-man love interests over the years and
0: uh (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh well i Mm. think obviously the, the big thing about these toys nothing no no uh no Toby Maguire, Spider-Man, no Andrew Garfield. No pre-existing villains. No new villains. You know, no, um, no Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane, any of the characters from any of those universes. Now, I'm wondering, do you think they will be left completely out of the marketing for this film? No, because okay. if you think about it, uh,
1: No Way Home, that sounds a very exciting title, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, for very uh, hardcore Marvel fans. So this will be a big you know um marketing products you know like other characters in this film so then they'll give you know people uh to to, to buy them so yeah uh, it's a marketing point yes if you see those characters in one marvel film that's enough if you think Mm -hmm. about it so there's uh, there's a lot lots more characters i mean if you look in uh black panther pop vinyls or look in civil war i I don't know that's yeah it's civil war
0: and in end game end game had a lot of pop vinyls if you think about that's it that's true yeah well they can definitely market this um but remember end game um kept a lot of its plot close to its chest you know it didn't reveal yeah. professor hulk or fat thor or you know cap of the hammer any of that stuff so even though yes it, you know there is definitely the opportunity to bring in loads more customers you know you've got the fans of the original films, the fans of the Garfield films, you know, the fans of the MCU films, they can all come together to watch this film, which I think is really cool. But I also think that um, maybe they aren't going to um, reveal any suits or anything until the films come out, uh, right. you know, because like, obviously it's going to be a big thing to see, you know, uh, our, some of, well, people's favourite Spider-Men uh like in their suits again so maybe they'll keep that for like maybe a a tra- uh, like a, a second trailer or something i don't know yeah yeah so
1: um it's interesting that we haven't got mm. a trailer yet uh
0: um, yes i agree i thought they would have been releasing it soon but obviously there was the um the Chi trailer which means you know i wouldn't i wouldn't bet on them to uh i to- think Release uh,
1: we got oh. the Shang Chi trailer in June, so possibly we might get yeah, it in well, July
0: or. Well, August. Remember, we got we got a new Shang Chi trailer like a week ago. Oh, so so like you yeah. know, I think that would definitely count something. I <laughs> just my look, I bet that it will come out. The trailer will come out as soon as like I'm on holiday because I always seem to miss oh, like that big sucks. news. One year I was on holiday and um I went to like I went to um. I think it was like a cafe or something, and it had Wi-Fi, right? And I-, I logged on, and I was like, "Okay, nothing really much happening." Oh yeah, but Zack Snyder dropped Black Suit Superman, and I spent the whole rest of the time just going like, "What?" I just completely missed it. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> I-, I saw it as well. Like,
1: oh, when was that? That was a that,
0: that was, was like wild. that was like this time last year, maybe August. Mad, mad, mm. yeah. Indeed. Um, so. Obviously, you've got these new Spider-Man suits. What's your favourite one, do you think? Um, I, I think the
1: black and gold is sticking yeah, to me. I, 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 I like it. I agree. Yeah. I'm uh, so I'm wondering if that's going to be used for something.
0: Well, I mean... It, it, it happens in like a lot of superhero films you know like Wait. they they lose their suit or something like something really big happens in the final fight they make a new suit it happened in far from home it happened in spider-man 3 kind of it happened, They're, you know in, in 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 loads of films where they kind of suit up with a new set of armor at the end yeah you know or a new suit so i reckon this will be like the final suit that he wears yeah um, and that happened as well in the Spider-Man game. So right, yeah, of course. Oh, I love that suit, man. That was a cool suit. Um, the yeah. thing's interesting because this is the second black suit they've done, but what happens when they want to do the symbiote suit? You know, it's not gonna be that special because mm, you
1: yeah, know, they,
0: they would have done a black suit twice. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So so I just I just I mean, I don't know if you remember when the first set pitches for Far From Home came out. And it was yeah. Tom Holland and Zendaya um, swinging together. And Tom yeah. Holland is wearing the black and red Spider-Man suit.
1: Yeah.
0: I, those suits look excellent, but the, uh, the the films put a lot of CGI over them. I really hope that yeah. they don't yeah. put CGI I, over, over yeah. these new suits. Yeah, it's, it's too oversaturated. Uh, you know. I mean, we've all seen, I mean, I, I, think, I think you've seen the original suit they were going to use for Civil War yeah yeah that yeah. original civil war suit had raised webbing it was it was very sexy yeah so y- y- yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah uh i like the suits uh but
0: you know i think we're gonna see more mm. um of it so yeah yeah we're we'll yeah. just waiting on that trailer waiting with baited breath i guess yeah. Yes, Yes. trailer. Yes. Before we, but before you know, Spider-Man: Far From Home even comes out, we have other MCU content, particularly Loki. This week, episode four, entitled Nexus Event, I think. Yes, the Nexus Event, indeed. The Nexus Event. Ooh. So, full spoilers. First of all, disclaimer. What do you think, out?
1: John? Guess out, get, get oh, out. Okay. You know? I'll
0: leave then. I'll, I'll go. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I'm uh, sorry. All right, okay.
1: Okay, what is it? It's me now. It's me now. <laughs> now, uh, oh my
0: God, John, I'm back. Oh what? Oh my and God! I, and I brought. Ready? I brought. I brought Richard E. Grant with me. Uh, wait, what? I brought Rich, Richard E. Grant as Loki. Yes, right. You, so you watched the mid-credit scene, right?
1: Yeah, I did, I did. I did. Okay, good.
0: Okay. I thought these, spoiled it spoiled a you then, and I was like, oh. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. I. What do I think about this, uh this episode? I thought this episode was really good. Mm. Um, I thought you know it raised a lot of questions and it was explored. Uh, in this episode, I thought this was like picking up the pace for you know what's about to come in this. Uh. Last few episodes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I,
0: um, yeah. I just, I think I would definitely yeah. call this the best episode so far.
1: Yeah, I, which I is agree. really,
0: really good. I mean, like you know, I think One Division peaked in episode four, um so if it's same as One Division, then hopefully not uh doesn't peak in episode four but like Falcon with Soldier, you know, I think it had a pretty consistent pace route. But I think I would call the best episode of that show maybe even episode one or two. Whereas this time it's really good that you know we're over halfway through and they've now just brought the really, really good stuff. And um, you know, I-, I think it's a little bit annoying that we had to wait four weeks for this because the pacing of the last few episodes went off. But I thought this one was I really don't have that many complaints.
1: Yeah. And uh with it, it, yeah, I, I, you know, it was like your, your pure Marvel uh, content. You know that mm. you know uh, we saw Loki and uh, uh and there, there were some great moments that I really liked in this one as well. Yeah. like uh, Lady Sif. Uh, she. <laughs> yeah, she's back. Yeah, she's back. Um, uh, but of course, uh, she's uh returning in Thor: Love of Thunder. Um, so. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, cool! Didn't know that. Yeah, it, it was on. The news a while ago i don't know uh, it was a headline yeah. event oh my god lady <laughs> sits back she, 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 she's Woo! returning from ages of shield Woo! and she didn't die in endgame in or
0: infinity war or yeah, I, think, I think she was snapped um i remember kevin faggy confirming it but then oh, again yeah. literally all kevin faggy does is confirm everything
1: oh yeah he confirmed that the galaga uh player guy snapped in yes the- oh my
0: god yes of course
1: he did, yeah,, oh, weird. <laughs> and uh and yeah, it was really cool, um hearing that, but anyway, bloki um it was it was really uh uh it was really good that they explored you know the variants uh in in this episode, like, the idea of like what off what if without what if we're all variants, and it really thought, oh my god what the t v a is really evil, and you know. Um, thinking, who is the real villain of the show? Yes, so.
0: that, that's an interesting kind of um, point uh, of content that I thought was really interesting. Like, some of the best moments were, you know, when people kind of realised that they were... Um, oh, uh, the, the name of the, like, the time cop. I can't remember her name. Her name's, like, 17 or something. Oh, uh, um, C-20 c20 sure um oh wait 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 which one the one the one so look so sylvie takes her back to the rock's cart place in oh Storm. uh
1: that's uh 17
0: yeah yeah i think B yeah you'll yeah, well, you'll know you'll know who i mean um and and she shows her like what her life was yeah and she just kind of starts to cry and she was like oh i was happy there and it's, you know, really, you know, really like good character moments that, yeah. that we change and... the, um, the way we see these characters. And I think it will be really beneficial looking back on the episodes, like in years to come, when we rewatch the show, you'll be able to see, you know, more kind of explicitly how these people have changed and been affected by, you know, what the time uh, Variance Authority has done to it then.
1: Yeah. And the, I, you can see the uh, inspirations, uh, you know, influences in, in this episode, like Blade Runner, uh, and, you know, finding out what if we are a variant or, you know... Mm. Uh, if, you know that scene
0: where she cries in the rain? Yes. That's
1: also inspired by uh, tears in the rain. Uh, tears in mm. rain in Blade Runner. Yeah, that uh, makes a
0: lot of sense. There was a lot of um, stuff with, um, like you know, considering, you know, are we replicants? Are we variants? That stuff very was was really nice mirroring. And I thought um, seeing that there's a trust that's been built up by Lo- uh, between Loki and, Mo- and Mobius, and Mobius yeah. actually, like, you know, finds out because, you know, Loki yeah. planted that suspicion in him. And I thought it was great when they decided to team up. And therefore, one of the best moments of the episode was when Mobius was... Um, disintegrated so easily pruned. you know pruned pruned so easily and it was like yeah it was such a you know a shocking moment and 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 yes yeah. i i thought that's what the episode did really well it it, it used shock value to the yeah. advantage of the plots and you know
1: it uh, again the pruning uh didn't you know really show the death because if you watched it post credit scene uh but before that uh loki got pruned didn't he so then you're yes. oh my god loki and maybe it's dead oh my god so then <laughs> what a twist what, what a twist so then uh in the post credit scene loki is alive uh and awakened by other the loki's in the destroyed version of new york city yes so
0: very interesting stuff there um i think Mobius- that was
1: Maybe
0: he's a, he's alive, so, is <laughs> alive. I saw, I saw a meme which I thought was amazing. Where it's like Loki wakes up, uh, no, not Loki, and uh, Mobius wakes up and he sees like loads of different Owen Wilsons. He sees like <laughs> Owen Wilson in Zoolander, in Night of the Museum, in like the Royal Tenenbaums, and in Cars. It's just yeah. like all the different Owen Wilsons. I would love it if they did that. I, I, they probably can't. Oh my god! Or maybe they that can. Be... I don't know. That would be amazing, though. Yeah. How many uh... of those does Disney own? Disney definitely owns. Um, Night the museum and uh, cars, so they could use oh Lightning McQueen god. and Jeopardy. Oh Dyer. my god! We just gotta to count all the things that Disney <laughs> Disney owns their own wilsons in.
1: Perfect. Oh my god, bro, bro! If they do cars, it's him
0: being Lightning McQueen. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that'd be great. Well, because we got alligator <laughs> yeah. Loki and one oh of my the, God, one of the monkey. um one of the four Lokis that kind of uh, uh greet loki on upon his awake awakening um alligator loki why why can't you do lightning mcqueen hmm. let's do it man
1: <laughs> yeah let's, let's do it do it <laughs> uh but also the the plot twist uh, in this whole um episode was that the timekeeper's are robots ooh oh. ooh and you know we think uh, you, you know, like throughout the uh series, we go, hmm, Who are the timekeepers? And you know, we thought that it was going to be Kang
0: the Conqueror. Yes, then- I definitely thought Kang has hands in it somewhere. Um, I did see that Jonathan Majors uh is listed as being in this show. What? Um, oh my god, so yes. I, I think there is a likelihood that he will be in it as Kang. Um, I'm not, and quite also, sure where, that, where I saw that though,
1: there's a hidden detail. On okay, so at the start of the episode, uh, you see Wenslayer uh, taking away uh, Loki, um, Sylvie. Yeah, she was in Asgard. Um, yes. If you see the serial number, I don't remember. It's a eleven. Oh my god,
0: is it Mephisto? N- no. God damn it!
1: <laughs> right. So there's there's a number called a eleven, and that's mm-hmm. listed back to the first appearance of Kang at the Conqueror. That's an issue. ALF.
0: Oh. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. So that's I, the first I, I think it's likely that Kang has some sort of um role in this. As I say, I saw Jonathan yeah. Mate listed in the cast. Uh so you know, I, I think that's likely. But I think from the beginning, I think we said it last week or maybe the week before, it I always thought the the, the timekeepers would be dead or just there would be something yeah, wrong with yeah. the timekeepers. Think about that. So, so I definitely yeah. think it makes sense that they're not alive. That they're robots. You know, and that they're yeah. like it's a very Wizard of Oz situation. You know, like the big thing, and then it's just like a little guy under the behind the yeah. curtain.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, we know that Wednesday is not the real villain of the story because uh, when Sylvie, uh, you know, Wenslayer was open, you know, to have uh, Sylvie to kill her. So then
0: you know she say like do it so then she's not the real villain so yeah i think it's interesting that um you know that as soon as they uh, she finds out you know that the timekeepers are robots it's it, that's it for her she's like well my whole life has been a lie you know there's really no point in any of this
1: yeah so yeah it's interesting uh, to see uh how the tva was formed and obviously uh this sounds like you know can the conqueror did it and uh and uh, no uh, i i keep hearing theories but i don't think this is uh, a a good theory but i don't know Yeah, remember folks uh,
0: speculate responsibly
1: uh, right apparently the tva is in the quantum realm
0: okay that's interesting i mean it makes
1: sense in the place uh, called Kwon and that's where Kang the Conqueror is from.
0: Oh yeah, and and they're doing Quantum Mania. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Particularly, you know, we've explored the con- quantum realm as you know uh, a, a vehicle, a vessel of time travel. Um, you know, we we're getting more quantum realm um, exploring in in Ant Man three. Kang the Conqueror is going to be in that. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a really good idea. Um, I also think now I've only seen Ant-Man and the Wasp once, so I I do not remember. But I remember we saw a city in the Quantum Realm. Did that we happen? Did. That that is Lopolis. Oh okay, right, yeah, because I remember seeing that, and I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think that'd be a really interesting direction for it to go, especially since Ant-Man and Ant-Man Two haven't really had loads of like you know yeah. uh, relevance. You can kind of skip yeah. them in the grand scheme of the MCU. It it,
1: it was it was all. <sighs> uh side side plot story it wasn't you know
0: that relevant to yeah. the whole
1: story but uh you know it did have that idea of you know time travel for you know yeah. um for end game uh so yeah and uh what else i i really like the music
0: as well yes uh, the, like when we started the show i was a bit like and the music's fine but now i'm, I'm really digging it you know
1: yeah you know like, like, the music different... for
0: the ending was very very well done
1: Oh yeah, love the love the music, and uh, I was watching New Rock Stars for you know ah uh, yes for hidden, de- love hidden details love them uh, they're great they're great yeah they are uh, but I don't take their series you know hugely because I don't want
0: to ruin my John it's Mephisto uh, it's oh Mephisto. my god Mephisto it's
1: Loki was Mephisto all along oh, oh my wait. god Loki oh, is an anagram bro, of Mephisto bro, bro. bro if what? they do it was Loki all along. Loki all
0: along. It was Loki all along. <laughs> they just got to do that for every villain now. <laughs> they just, they're obliged to do it. But seriously, oh, Sharon, I hope we never see uh, I'm ever. Not Carter.
1: Um, Sharon Carter? No, sorry. For Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Power Broker. Yeah. I've got a name.
0: Yeah, that, that is Sharon Carter. It, it, bro- Sharon spoilers, Carter? by the way. Sorry, spoilers. Um, uh, yeah, Sharon yeah, Carter? yeah. It was Sha-
1: me. I was the power Sha- broker all along. She was Mephisto. Ag- 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 Agatha. Yeah, oh, my God. It was me all interesting.
0: along. We have had two in the show so far. We have had two um, twist villains. However, something very interesting that I want to bring up is that originally we were going to get Falcon and the Winter Soldier first and then WandaVision, and then Loki. And I think that makes a lot of sense because, you know, it goes from like a regular MCU show to like a bit more of a weird one in WandaVision and then to Loki, which is a lot more, you know, exploratory of, of different things, um, of like the the wilder concepts of the MCU. So I, I really think that, you know, I think that had we got this as it was originally intended, you know, this would be providing us with some more context for WandaVision straight away you know some of those, some yeah. of those uh, it, uh aches that we didn't itches that we didn't get fully scratched by that show and and also um little little miss Min-
1: minutes mm. that's interesting so i'm wondering if this little miss minutes is uh like a hidden spy for Cam the conqueror
0: she could be i mean she is everywhere which i think is you know likely wait someone's at the who's at the door there's somebody Um, at
1: the door who's at the door um let me check i can see a van Um, outside your house oh oh my god why is there a van outside? um
0: we're going on an adventure oh my god
1: is that a big parcel
0: a big parcel
1: Uh, oh my (laughs) (laughs) god he's like knocking me down Okay, um, I've got a question. Why, why is the van, you know, sideways? You know, <laughs> why is, is, is the it van like sideways? Doing the fast and furious? Is he doing a fast and furious? Oh my god! Yeah, they're gonna drive underneath the truck. Oh my! God. Do you remember the time? Okay, so folks, we were in uh, uh Tom's place, and then we Did saw you say a van. folks. Yes, folks. <laughs> folks. I, I I don't know. I I tried to say. I tried to say. Well, is Never. that
0: is that parcel for you? Because this guy's going to different houses. I, I i don't have a parcel. Oh, okay. Well, well um, go on. The van oh so, my God, the van
1: that, that, that almost hit the house. Uh, so yeah. So we were at Tom's place and then there was a van that was speeding the just so fast down uh, down the road. It was like he was being fast and furious. Fast and furious. And it was like about to crash whatever houses. Oh my god, it was about to crash. And then it just went up. But yeah, do you, do you remember that? I remember that. Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh what else? Well, I do yeah, I do what, want to talk about um Lamentis okay. last episode. Yes. Um I feel like now that we know what happened, I thought the the, the beginning of this episode is very good. When they were, um, you know, sat there, um, you know, kind of accepting their death before they were pulled out of the apocalypse. Loki and Sylvia, this being. But I definitely think that this episode makes last, uh, last week's episode a little bit worse because last week's episode doesn't go anywhere. It's just like a side plot, which is an excuse for character development. And of course, that's a good thing. The character development did lead to stuff this episode, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But it also, you know, could have just been fixed if they hadn't have got right up to the door of the timekeepers. Again, as I said, as I said last week, it makes the thing feel a lot less um, relevant. And um, but speaking yeah. of which, John, we have got a little bit of incest to talk about.
1: <laughs> I don't oh. know. If,
0: I don't know if incest is the right term, but it oh. looks like Loki uh, has I mean, a crush on Sylvie. I
1: mean, I mean,
0: loving yourself. Uh, it's, I mean, I. I mean they they have a oh, they're, 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 uh, well there's a, there's a romantic relationship brewing up here um, yes i mean I, I
1: mean it, it's 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 weird but uh I, I i i don't know okay listen i don't think this is a i i don't know what to say <laughs> ah
0: Uh, is is this a good
1: thing or a bad thing well i think
0: i think the idea that loki has never truly had someone to to confide in he could never really relate to thor or his father and his mother's gone but even then it wasn't truly and the fact that he finds someone who he can relate to and who he can empathize with and who you know they can kind of you know, who can be a true friend in Sylvia. I like that idea. But I think the idea that it has to be ro- um, romantic, whether or not it's, um, whether or not it's, 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 it's romantic, it's, it's incestual or not. I think you don't need it to be romantic, you know? I feel like Loki's a yeah. character who works best, you know, uh, res- uh, free from the restraints of anything like that. I think that if he, um, if, if Loki just found a friend, I feel like that could be as important to him as finding a romantic partner. Um, obviously, I don't know where they're going to go with it, but right now, I really appreciate that they're being subtle with it and they're building it slowly. You know, yeah, um... yeah. it's not too
1: quickly, you know,
0: too rushed about it. Yeah, I think I agree. it's going to be like a friendship. I think you know, in yeah, well, we don't. Well, again, we don't know how um, how Sylvie feels about it all. So you know, yeah, he could be PS. She might be, you know, angry.
1: I guess. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, you know, we saw we saw a different side to Wensleyer. You know, uh, we did.
0: Yeah, def- yeah. She's definitely becoming more of a, you know, three dimensional character than she was before. Yeah.
1: And and also, it it got me thinking. Uh, you know when uh she. Uh, accidentally, uh, you know, um, made Sylvie escape it in the the flashback. Yes. yes, yes. Did the time or did anyone like ban her or make you know that's a punishment or something for that? Uh,
0: I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm, I'm sure she would have had some sort of um, comeuppance from the timekeepers.
1: Yes, or. She, you know, she mm. might have be used for a higher purpose for that. I don't know,
0: but yeah, maybe, how, maybe how she's he, been keeping the secret the whole time, and we just how is
1: Yeah, and also how is he a judge? You know, uh, from that to like she was like a, a soldier to a judge, and it got me think. Yeah, just
0: got me, yeah, maybe that was her punishment as a judge. Yeah, that 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 that's that's pretty interesting. Um. Obviously, we kind of touched upon it, but we haven't really talked about the three Lokis at the end. Yeah. Um, so we got what looks like the original, like original comic book Loki, who looks really cool. Richard E. Grant yeah. playing the Loki with like the, the really like, you know, um, campy and obnoxious, uh, you know, yellow horns and green spandex. Uh, there's Kid Loki, which does link into a theory that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago, where um, Loki makes a deal with Hella and then transfers his consciousness into a kid version of himself, uh, which happened in the comics, and Alligator Loki. And then the third guy, I can't remember his name, his name's like Crusher Loki or something. Oh, Really? Uh, yeah, because yeah, he he's a different Loki. Obviously, he doesn't have like green or anything, and he's and he holding a hammer, which could mean that he is a worthy version of Loki. Um, but obviously they're all in this dystopian New York, which looks to be sometime after Avengers because uh Stark Tower is there, or is it Avengers Tower? I think it some people are saying it's Stark Tower. I think it looks more like Avengers Tower, but we don't know just yet. Um and yeah i yeah. guess that's where we're going um, next
1: uh yeah i i, I really like this one i thought this was, um, I yeah so i'm hoping five or six will you know carry on with the pace of you know hopefully so
0: two episodes yeah. to go let's hope it doesn't drop the ball we're back don't drop the ball marvel this is okay
1: don't drop the ball it's been, it's been weeks
0: but we're, we're back with our classic don't drop the ball it's, it's intense, you know. Yeah, we have intense. These... Week by week, just they're just like, God damn it, they better not, they don't, don't mess it up.
1: They, they kind of did with Falcon and the Winter Soldier,
0: to be honest. They did mess it up. With the power broker. Yeah, yes, the, well, yes I agree. I think the power broker, you know, and elements of the finale of that show uh, dragged it down from what would be a 9 or a 10 out of 10 to a comfortable eight. Yeah, a comfortable eight. So if Loki,
1: this is a very good show so far. If Loki has a very good end, you know, I would give it a nine out of ten,
0: you know. Well, I mean it depends because I think this episode is a nine out of ten for me. Yeah, nine um, out of ten. But I think so bat. far it's been sevens. And I think, you it, know, if you if you kind of give the average of that, I think it would still sit at a seven or an eight. I think that the you know the, the first three episodes still were paced. You know, they 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 weren't paced very well, and they, they I still do think that they did struggle balancing the character moments and the plot. Yeah, yeah I think this episode is so much better, but I still yeah. think that you know, hopefully the best is yet to come. Hopefully,
1: yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously nine out of ten straight off the bat, thought I enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, a lot Brilliant. of questions. To so be many in. questions. Yes, and hopefully. They'll be explored properly and not stupidly, like in One Division or. <laughs> <got> right. <laughs> Sorry, so, uh,
0: before our next episode of Loki, let's take a let's take a blast. Let, let's lane. take a trip. Let's take. I couldn't have said it better myself. Let's take a trip down memory lane and talk about before black widow comes out which we will be covering next week so tune in a week for us to talk about black widow i'm excited i don't think it'll be that good but i'm excited i hope it's good um, Wait, you you're excited to talk about oh, i'm boy. excited john it's a marvel film at the cinema how can i not be excited oh my let's god let's talk I, about hopefully hopefully oh, black oh, widow will boost oh the revival oh yes hopefully i mean fast and furious was already pretty popular so let's hope that black widow is yeah
1: yeah thank thank for fast and furious to give us the head start yes oh black and well no no, fast and furious sorry and then we can all go
0: see space jam (laughs) space
1: jam Woo! space jam yeah hopefully um... it won't be stupid or you know it will be stupid but anyway yes be. we're going to be talking black widow right now right here
0: right so we are going to be talking about black widow up until yes. this point at the mcu so we're going to go iron man 2 avengers assemble cats america the winter soldier avengers age of ultron captain america civil war avengers infinity war and avengers endgame full spoilers for everything even though come everything. on if you clicked on this video you've obviously watched it already but if you haven't go out watch it or get just out. don't. Just skip. There are time or, or codes just, you can
1: skip. Or just to watch weekend. something, you know, just uh, get a refresh <laughs> and then you go, oh, right. yes. Yeah. yes or instead,
0: yes. watch Scarlett Johansson another, in another film. Watch Lost in Translation or Jojo Rabbit. Good films, good films.
1: Uh, wait, is that... Sorry, I just want to stop something. Oh my God, that's a snail. What's a snail? Wait, okay. What? Right, <laughs> there's a snail on the window right now and it's cool.
0: Wow, the things that the things that kids these days will will get excited about—a snail on the window. No, no, it's no.
1: I'm I'm in my bedroom, uh, bedroom. It's really high, and then you know, it's it's on the window. Oh my god, it's you know, I haven't seen those for a while. I'm oh my sorry, god, it's
0: but... Turbo, the film Turbo. Remember? The oh film my Turbo? god, Turbo, Turbo. Oh my
1: god. Yeah. Anyway, right, should we should we go back? Should from...
0: we dip straight into it? Yes, let's go back from the beginning. It's like like Iron Man 3. So, Iron Man 2. This is all the way back in 2010. Black Widow's very first introduction to the MCU. So, obviously, we're not going to be talking about the whole film. We're just going to be talking about Black Widow and Black Widow's role in the film. What do you think about Black Widow and Iron Man 2? Um, I thought it was a really good introduction, really.
1: Yeah. uh to the character uh i mean you know finding out what she truly is she's working for shield mm-hmm. uh and you know it, it, we we don't explore much of her but it was really cool you know to see her you know helping out tony uh and then uh, i really like that scene where she fights the uh, the enemy—I don't know which enemy it was. Um, it was
0: all, is it all the goons when she just like goes yeah, through goons, all the whole. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think you know, action-wise, it's a very good introduction. You know, it, it's some of the coolest black widow action yet. But I think a lot of her her role in that film is set up for things to come. You know, yeah. as, as as we watch it now, obviously it wasn't always to intended, but, the, you know, it sets up her relationship with Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D., which, you know, is enforced in Avengers, which is then broken down in Winter Soldier. And it also serves as, you know, set up for Avengers itself. You don't really get a full sense of who she is. She's very shrouded in mystery in this film. Yeah. Um it doesn't really pull back the curtain. Um, you yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we kind of know that she she's she's skilled in different languages, in different um, in different like forms of martial arts. She is obviously uh, going undercover as um, a, a, an assistant to Tony Stark and Pepper Potts and Stark Industries. Um, so I, I, you know, I think that you definitely get a cool introduction to her, but you don't really get a sense of who she is. You know, in and and I think as the films progress. What's good about it is that you do get to know more about her, which I think is, you know, always good.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, it about for the... Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, good introduction,
0: nothing. Um, yeah, yeah, there's I, not I, really I, much I, to it. I think, that's, I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. as it stands now when she's such a popular character. Um, I understand, it, it makes total sense. As soon as she was, um, you know, uh, as soon as she had her first appearance, people were saying that we needed a Black Widow film. And I think it would have been really helpful back then, you know. It it, it would have strengthened the team of the Avengers. It would have made, let's say that she had a film in between Avengers and Winter Soldier. It would have been perfect to see her working with S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, maybe develop her relationship with Hawkeye a little bit more. So then when we see Winter Soldier and see how that all breaks down, you know, you get more of an insight into that, you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: So, yeah. Uh, Good introduction, as I said. Uh, Should we move on to the next one? Avengers.
0: Avengers. Ooh. Well, first of all, Joss Whedon's a dick. (laughs) oh (laughs) my god yeah allegedly and that's the first thing we 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 have to say um but i do think i I do think avengers holds up i think it's a i think it's a really solid superhero film and i think it's one of the event the mcu's best films in general
1: yeah and i I mean yeah apart from him being a um (laughs) yeah a dick yeah yeah just couldn't think of anything else but uh (laughs) just to know the you know friendly and everything, but he's just not a good person at all. Yeah. Um uh, but he uh yeah Black Widow, I thought Black Widow in this was very good. Mm. Um you get a mean, lot the more char- to her Yeah. But again, this started the whole love interest for Hulk.
0: Yeah. Kind of, I mean I think the annoying kind of. thing about Black Widow at the start, you know, um from pretty much from Iron Man 2 to Age of Ultron. Uh, not entirely, but generally she, yeah, I think Winter Soldier is, is uh, the outlier here, but she's, she's definitely an object. I think Scarlett Johansson recently, yes, in, in an interview, yes, she described yes. her very much as like a piece of, uh, you know, like a piece of meat, like a, a, a you know, a, a lustful yeah. object for the men to look at, and I think it very much is male gazy, and you know, yeah. she, you know, is supposed to be like, oh, the sexy one, and it's like, yeah, you, know, you,
1: you, you definitely see that in the beginning of yeah. uh, the film where she gets interrogated. Oh yeah, man.
0: definitely. Yeah, and, she, and, and and she whips the guy with her hair, which I thought was the funniest moment ever. <laughs> She's like, um. But yeah, thing.
1: Scarlett Johansson. I wanted to talk about this, Scarlett, um, uh, about this, uh, whole thing about Scarlett Johansson. So, mm. like in interviews, she's been asked like horrible questions about. Yeah, she really has. Yeah, and you know, it not it fair. really, it's not fair, but she just she doesn't deserve it. But like uh, directors like Joss Whedon or uh other directors, and you know, like like sh- uh, sexualized Women, women
0: into an object, you know. I think it's, it's a that... lot worse in Age of Ultron, which we'll talk about closer to the time. Yes, but, that you know, would... everyone. Oh
1: my god! yeah un-
0: Until until you know later down the line, everyone was kind of thinking that Black Widow and Hawkeye were a couple. But I think that one of the things that does work quite well in Avengers is Black Widow's relationship to Hawkeye. Um, it's it's very underdeveloped, um, but. you understand that she has a, a, you know, an emotional connection to him. It's the reason why she, you know, ends up leaving her undercover mission. You know, she has many moments where she's, like, more bothered about, you know, him and and researching him, and they have a a fight, which I think is really cool. Um, I also think that she can be the voice of reason in Avengers. Uh, You know, like, when all the guys are kind of, like, you know, arguing with each other, she's kind of like, guys, you know, Um, but I also think that there are some really good sequences like with her and Hulk when Banner starts to transform is, I mean, when I watched it, when I was a kid, I ran out of the cinema. I was terrified. And I think Black Widow seeing Hulk and being really scared of Bruce turning into the Hulk is one of the standout like scenes of the film, you know?
1: Yeah. And it uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it, yeah. Um I, I don't know what to say, but uh, you know it it she had like really good character interactions between Iron Man, um, yeah. or, uh Thor Wait a minute. I haven't I haven't thought about this properly. There wasn't a lot of car- character character interaction with Thor and Black Widow.
0: No, I d I th I don't think Thor and Black Widow interact much at all over the entire MCU. I can't remember many times that they actually talk. Which is a bit of a strange one, you know?
1: Yeah, because she interacted.
0: Yeah, she's basically like she she she's she's got a relationship with most of the core Avengers, apart from Thor, which I think is interesting. Um, but then oh. again, in 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 many ways, Thor is an outsider to the Avengers, especially in the first film. He doesn't, you know, really he interacts more with Loki and um and and Nick and stuff, which I think is you know good but yeah Yeah. i agree with you there could definitely be a little bit more with her in there there's this whole kind of uh subplot about her wanting to wipe the red from her ledger and you start getting this as we kind of look deeper into into black widow's um psyche and her personality and her past we get to more know that more understand that she has done some bad things in the past and she wants, you know, to, to feel at home somewhere, which she briefly has with S.H.I.E.L.D. and then goes on to have in Avengers, which I think is across her, at this point, six film, or no, seven film arc. Um, It's it, it, it's it's a really good arc. You, you know, you see her, you know, fi- trying to find a family and, you know, struggling to come to terms with it. And I think what's really nice is that the, the in Infinity War and Endgame, the, the snap, brings you know her an opportunity to you know be a good person for five years uh which then culminates in in her death which i think is really nice um but you know i think a really good scene is is where um loki taunts her uh definitely one of the reasons why loki's become such a fan favorite character you know and he's like this is my bargain you mewling quim and she's like you're a monster and he's like no no you brought the monster Oh, I want to rewatch Avengers, John. <laughs> I, oh, want to I thought, Avengers. I rewatched it um when was it? In... Before before Justice League in March, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you remember that,
0: bro. Of course remember. I remember. Of course I, I remember, man.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh I, I like that scene. Uh Definitely. yeah. Uh I thought, you know, Avengers and Iron Man 2
0: brought out brought out the wits within her, you know. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, and I think that let, I mean, let's move on. Winter Soldier is this crafted her into an actual character.
1: Yes. You know? I mean, obviously, yes. you
0: start off the film on the lemurian star, and her and Kappa having a little bit of banter, and you know, you know, they, they have a relationship there. Um, you know, they're good friends, and I think immediately that's cool, of course, it is um, you know, but then the film. As soon as you get the death of Nick Fury or the the death quotation marks uh, of Nick Fury, you begin to see more of who she is, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like she went from a very, you know, upbeat character, you know, what I mean, like from there Mm. and to a very serious character, you know, throughout the film. And I really, really like that. Yeah. Um, She
0: she helps Steve. And I guess the audience through being undercover, like the scene where they're walking through the shopping center and and, and she's like, you know, look down and put your arm around me, stuff like that. You can see there's so much more beneath the surface to her. She talks about when she encountered the Winter Soldier and he shot her, you know, like there were some really good moments. And then I think one of my favorite Black Widow moments in the MCU is when she's talking to Cap and she's talking about like, you know, I've been, you know, all this time, I've been trying to do good at Shield, and now it turns out that I, you know, I've just been working for the same guys the whole time, and you know, I'm not really sure what that good means anymore. Which I think is, you know, a really. I mean, it makes sense. It, it's it's the best thing for her to be, you know, it, it's it's exactly where you know, if the if Winter Soldier takes Shield out of the MCU, that is exactly where I want to see her character go. You know, kind of be confused without without it. You know
1: yeah um i th- i think you know i think black widow widow throughout you know uh in iron man 2 and avengers you know you can feel like that she's a, a little bit of a side character i don't know she, yeah she feels like a little bit like that but in winter soldier i feel like that she greatly you know uh had that impact uh throughout the film uh, uh and you know to explore
0: more of the character, and I yeah. cannot
1: believe Winter Soldier came out in 2014.
0: Oh, I know, right? I mean, it, it's it, it it just it feels like yesterday,
1: but it's one it's of so the best weird.
0: MCU films. Like, oh my there's, god, there's yeah. not a doubt about. It. I mean, it makes so much sense that after Winter Soldier, Marvel were like, "Yep, yeah, Joe and Anthony Russo, you can do Civil War Infinity War Endgame, Game," because they nailed it with with. uh oh my god, yeah. absolutely nailed it. And um I, I think it's interesting um that oh, oh John I had a point. Oh yeah, she's become a bit more um three-dimensional now. Yeah, you know, she's sensible. not just in Iron Man 2, no one can, you know, like physically or mentally hurt her, you know, no one can beat her in an action sequence and you know, no amount of taunting from Tony or whoever will, you know, affect her. You get a little bit of it in in Avengers when she's um you know, when, when the Hulk is, uh, you know, like, uh, like attacking and uh, Loki is, is kind of talking to her. But I think in, in Winter Soldier, you, you feel, you know, she gets like shot. She gets like, you know, like her whole like world mentality is, is kind of brought down. And at the end, you know, she kind of makes a bit of a self-sacrifice, you know, electrocuting herself. Um, yeah and and i mean her whole ending sequence with nick fury i think it's great when she infiltrates the meeting of the heads of hydra yeah
1: and yeah it's you know she's more centralized you know yeah in, in this film and i appreciate that um oh man i really want to watch uh civil uh, no sorry winter soldier right now
0: honestly oh my God. like whenever i think about you know Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, which I would call the best of the MCU, those four films. I just kind of just want to be like, oh, I want to watch it now because like they are such, you know, they define so much of what the MCU is and can be oh. and are definitely still the best of it. And I think it's really cool that three out of four of those films have Black Widow in and they all kind of define each step of her journey. Um, Not, yeah. m- not like the most explicitly, I think. A big step of her journey comes in Age of Ultron. Let's talk about Age of Ultron, shall we?
1: Oh boy, Age of Ultron.
0: This is when you get all the the Joss Whedon bad stuff. I definitely think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna take this one? Do you wanna go first?
1: Uh, okay. So this one, uh, this one was different. You know. Mm. What I mean. Yes. Yeah. So we get to see more of the relationship between Hulk, that no, Bruce and Natasha, yes. and you know we we get to see you know are they going to be serious about the relationship or are they um, going to you know be distant apart? And I, again, with this, I don't think I don't think this uh, film did anything too good with. With Black Widow, I thought I she was a bit of a side character in this one. Yeah. I thought, I wish they, she was a more important character in this.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. They really tried to do something with her. And I think they failed colossally. Um, the whole Black Widow-Hulk relationship, you know, was never very well integrated into the film. You know, they they tried something. It didn't really work. Their relationship felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. They had some very strange flirty scenes but i think the weirdest the, the most frustrating part about it is that from here on out the rest of the mcu just forgets that this that this relationship exists there is one scene in ragnarok where black widow is the thing that uh that brings bruce back out of the hulk uh, after two years where hulk has been the dominant one which I think is very interesting. I think it's really cool. Um, and I was looking forward to see how they would develop that relationship within Infinity War. And they didn't. And they didn't in Endgame. And now they lost their chance. And so it, that, that aspect of Age of Ultron just feels so pointless so out of the blue it does nothing for either of their arcs and if anything again it turns black widow back into an object when winter soldier did all this development to turn her into a more three-dimensional character she just becomes a romantic interest again which is the most boring thing to do with her i think
1: yeah uh and yeah she wasn't that important in the film which you know kind of made the film you know lack with
0: character interactions again yeah again Uh, all of her scenes basically are relegated to being with the hulk and then she gets kidnapped and
1: then she fights no she does not she does not really yeah she was a pointless character in this one i have to say it was yeah i agree i
0: think you take out a lot of her stuff and you'd make the film better and more tighter even you get a lot about her backstory here um, you know, she did some. She she had some really tough times in the red room. You know, they uh, operated on her and turned her into this cold killer. I am interested to see how that they will, uh, you know, expand upon that in Black Widow, uh, which we will talk about next week, of course. Yeah. But they treat it in a strange way. She's she 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 has this moment where she tries to um like empathize with bruce and she's like you think you're a monster i'm monster too i can't have babies it's like oh and it's like what well i know you're operated on but loads of women out there can't have kids you know yeah like like it doesn't make you a monster it's such a strange everything that's done with her in this film is such a regression from what the other films have done with her i agree and and while it's annoying they didn't do anything with the Hulk and Black Widow romance, I'm glad they didn't because yeah. it really was dragging her character down. You know, yeah. it 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 just it was it was it was frustrating to say the least.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I, I thought this was. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, not doing any justice with the character from you know that transition from Winter Soldier, and, yeah, you know, Agent yeah. One. yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Anyway,
1: let's move on to
0: the next one. <laughs> Did you forget what it was then? Let's move yes. on to the next one. Is it, um, the, the uh, uh, Infinity Civil War? It's Civil War. Let's oh,
1: oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking about the carrots in this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh,
1: you start with this.
0: All right. Um, I think thank God Civil War exists. It may, it, it oh, definitely. Oh,
1: praise Civil War. <laughs> that Civil it brought War back a too.
0: lot of the good stuff. Um, about Black Widow. Um, I you know I think as I said before, you have got this ongoing thing where Black Widow struggles to make connections to you know a family. Uh, to any kind of like proper, you know. And I even the Black Widow and Hulk stuff kind of adds into that because, you know, she tries to have a relationship with him and it doesn't really work. Um, but I think immediately with Civil War, when you have the opening um, uh, action scene in Lagos uh, with uh, Captain America and Falcon and Scarlet Witch and Black Widow, you get this, um, this side of Black Widow, which is, you know, she's comfortable in a team. You know, it's really nice establishing her like this. Um, and I think the art, the journey she goes on throughout this film is very interesting. You know, she, um, you know, she she ends as 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 Sam Wilson says. She tells the government to kiss their ass, and then she's kind of like, well, yeah, well, maybe it's time for us to go. She felt comfort in Shield, and now she's kind of backing the Sokovia Accords before realizing that there is no real, you know that Cap is right and that they shouldn't restrict themselves with this. And she never has restricted herself and she should be able to be with friends and family and, you know, have this connection with the Avengers without having to be a suck up, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, and she, you know, decides to betray Tony and, you know, join Cap, which I think is a very interesting place to take her, you know, she gets a yeah. chance to, you know, show her loyalty, you know, um, without having to, you know, be tied down in any romantic way like Age of Ultron did.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, this one, I really like this because, you know, it really explored about, you know, her loyalty with, you know, different characters, you know, like Iron Man and Captain America. And uh, I I feel like that she, you know, served a great... um, I, I, I impact the film because it, you know, made uh, I even mean, think about uh, the things about what he's doing. Really, yeah,
0: uh, I think she was like a moral character, like a moral yeah. compass in this film. Yeah, I agree. There was definitely a yeah. lot of that. There's a scene where she talks to just after the airport fight. She talks to Tony about you know what's happened to Rhodey, and she talked, you know, you know, R- Rhodes was like best case scenario. What's gonna happen? um you know if someone actually dies that's going to be on you you know i think that's i think that's a very interesting place to take her um especially since she has a lot of experience in this field uh you know with you know the government and such um and i think that it makes her all the more interesting yeah uh
1: you know to explore more about uh what she's doing properly you know like she's thinking about what being an avengers uh, avenger mean you know like yeah yeah like what she's doing and she's like oh my god you need you need to be careful uh but she thinks about that over the film doesn't she and i i realize yes. that yeah i agree and also sorry yeah, no, civil on. war had a best introduction to uh black panther oh my
0: god <laughs> Oh, man, yeah. I don't know if maybe when Black Panther 2 comes out, we might talk about Civil War, but I agree. Black Panther is peak in Civil War. I love him so much. Oh, um, I think he's obviously top three character in my list. Oh, yeah. In that film, I I I'd 100% agree. Yeah, um, top, top three. Yeah. Uh, well, I think before we talk about Infinity War, it is worth saying Black Widow takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War which is good yeah so like obviously there are um two years canonically between um uh, the two films and obviously you, you definitely see that the changes have happened so let's talk about um infinity war shall we i'll start off with this please do uh
1: so infinity war this this was uh, really good uh uh, character. Uh, well, is there a word for like saying a good character? I, I don't know. Um. Okay, she had an in, in impact in uh, Infinity War. I thought she was used good. I thought she she was. Yeah.
0: I mean, a lot uh, of the, the thing is about Infinity War is it's a very big film, and the people who get the most play are the most important Avengers. And well, that's not even true, is it? Because you know, Captain America doesn't get a lot to do. You know, um, you know, your your main kind of people you follow are you know uh iron man doctor strange star lord thor um even you know maybe, maybe black panther and hulk it, it, it's there's a lot going on and i think black widow doesn't necessarily have an arc in this one she doesn't really do anything um like in terms of character uh but i think that's okay yeah and um yeah and
1: you know she you no know, realizes about um, that. You know, like she's been underground. You know, yeah. hiding away from government for years. And I really like that because you know we'll see the uh, what she's been doing in that time between civil war and uh, in-, in, in war. So, yeah,
0: well done, John. You got it, uh, buddy.
1: Oh, oh my god, my memory. Ugh. Sorry, uh, but yeah uh hopefully we'll get more context to you know what she's doing between them that that time you know um to see yeah
0: it it feels like obviously she has a new look in this one she's got you know the blonde hair and the uh the new kind of jacket um but i think that i think that you know it's clear some stuff has changed obviously again they have her reunite with bruce and nothing happens you know, they barely kind of touch upon their relationship again, which I didn't necessarily hate because, again, it dragged a character down. And Bruce had a more interesting story to be told there with his struggle with with Hulk. Um, so I think she had some cool uh, action beats, you know, in the battle at the end when she fights uh, Proxima Midnight with Okoye is a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, but I don't think she does a lot in terms of character. This film, I think Endgame is where we get into the meat of that
1: yeah um yeah and uh and uh, in we get to see you know not it's not too cluttered we know with all the characters uh, i thought it was you know well balanced
0: yeah and i think that is because they don't try to do something with everyone um i yeah. think and i think that that unfortunately because it's only it's only two and a half hours it couldn't be three and a half hours so unfortunately that yes that does mean that unfortunately we don't get you know, some character interactions and some, you know, moments, uh, which I think, you know, is unfortunate. But we do we do at least get some cool moments for everyone. I think Black Widow does get some some standout moments Oh the film. Yeah,
1: like when fighting with uh, okay yeah what you said.
0: Yeah. yeah. Great moment. I, I agree. And I think she works really well into the entrance in Scotland when when Cap, uh Falcon and Black Widow all uh all uh, arrive to save scarlet witch and a vision i think that's great stuff yeah and it, you yeah. know the the film the, you know the film itself doesn't utilize her as well as the other films but you know it doesn't have to and it's better than age of ultron
1: yeah way better way
0: loads be- better leaps you know. and bounds right let's talk about black widow's final film let's talk about endgame shall we yes uh wow
1: uh, this one this one's a very emotional one this one actually I agree we uh, uh, although Endgame is very overrated but I want to say Black Widow's character you know in this one was very well used and you know we got to see like a proper goodbye to the character yeah and you know in you know, it's, it's pretty emotional. You know, she throughout this, uh, throughout the film, she's you know, she's very emotional about, about Hawkeye, uh, about what she's doing, and she's like so feeling so hopeless about, you know, trying to get everyone back. And, uh, and she wants to do something for the greater good. For the greater good, shut it. Um, <laughs> the <yeah>. greater good, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, she she sacrificed herself and it's a self-sacrifice it i, I want to do like this you know cinema wins you know the way you say it's self-sacrifice yes. so self-sacrifice, self-sacrifice win sacrifice. Ding. you're like self-sacrifice <laughs> yeah uh wait what are doing right now that uh, cinema wins let's see what he's doing um, uh, he's somewhere he's he hasn't uploaded anything
0: since when three weeks ago oh I mean, I don't know, I I unsubscribed a while back.
1: Yeah, he's a great
0: uh Oh definitely. Yeah, yeah. He he, he, he explores a lot
1: within the film and the the ideas of the film, you know, to explore more of the characters. Mm.
0: Oh yeah. He he is he is so good and he's so much better than Cinema Sins. Cinema Sins is extremely toxic. Cinema Sins just makes up
1: Stupid excuses. I'll tell you that. He makes yes. up stupid excuses to, you know, Agreed. get more content. And he's not doing too well. He's not gaining millions.
0: Well that's good. Um I think um one of the things about Endgame, as I said, is it's the perfect end to her arc, you know. Yeah, it's she's the perfect arc. Yeah. The, the whole the whole time in the MCU, you know. As I say, Black Widow, you know is running away from her past from you know she's struggling with you know where she belongs in the world struggling with her loyalties and i think it all comes together in this film you know she she sacrifices herself not only for her friends not only for her family for the universe you know she does what is right in this final moment and she understands who she is and you know she not only gives hawkeye a second chance whether or not he wants it you know a second chance to kind of be a good person but yeah. she uh is you know it's a pivotal moment which uh, results in a really really emotional one you know when she you know when she says let let me go i think is is wonderful she talks about how she had nothing before avenger the avengers and i think that the the her story throughout the films really reflect that and it's really really frustrating that we then get like two scenes two scenes of the avengers mourning her and then oh oh they, yeah and then they move stupid. on and they go straight back to you know getting the stones together bringing everyone back to life it's like we don't get we get this really long drawn out you know emotional send off of tony stark we get a funeral we get you know like loads of scenes of people mourning him we get far from home which is a whole film about Spider-Man getting over Tony's death. And we barely get anything for Black Widow. It's honestly so upsetting that, you know, that she didn't get, you know, Hulk throws the table. That's about it, you know? Like, it, it. how does Hulk feel? You know, he loved her at one point. How does Cap feel? You know, those two have been in so many missions together. How does Hawkeye feel? You know, they were best friends. Yeah. Why aren't the yeah. Avengers having a proper funeral? And it makes me so so upset the scenes where they mourn her are so um you know fleeting you know that third act of Endgame spends so much time having fun little moments and they just forget that black widow was there which is really upsetting in my opinion
1: yeah very very upsetting yeah but i wish they uh, all the characters realize about black widow and you know the, the, the other things as well so hopefully black widow will the the film of the character yes. <laughs> um will give us you know a bit of mourning to yeah hopefully to, uh, yeah like a, a proper fu- funeral so oh, that, at the uh, end man would that be nice and then you know like oh, that's a good that's a good way you know uh, of the heroes like to choose a, she was a hero
0: yes he was a hero in the end um yeah so, that's, that's Black Widow's MCU journey. And I want to say, apart from the embarrassment that is Age of Ultron, yes. it, it, it really is a good, you know, it's a good arc. They did a good job, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I, I really like that. Uh, apart from, you know, the uh, huge mistake on Age of Ultron Age Ultron, the Age had... Ultron
0: is, is, is just a mistake in so it's... on so many levels
1: yes and you know you get to see more of the characters throughout the films and I really mm. like that so I agree yeah, um, so hopefully Black Widow will see you know a proper goodbye to that yes so,
0: so yeah. next week you know tune in come back to the pod next week uh, and we will hopefully be singing the praises of Black Widow as the final appearance of uh, Scarlett Johansson in the role. I think, unless she's in What If or if they bring her back in the future, it's the MCU. They can do anything they want. You know, they have they have Disney money. They're fine. You know,
1: they have Disney money. Uh, oh, I'm sorry.
0: sorry you tired? Let's let's move uh, on to the <laughs> let's move on to veering, shall we? uh, uh yes. <laughs> Alright, so do you want to go first? Uh
1: yes. So this week I have been catching up uh uh all the episodes of Rick and Muddy season five. Ah, very nice. Me too. Yes. So uh I thought this was a very good um introduction to season five. Uh I mean it's not strong as the other ones, but um but I I thought this was uh good. Uh but the episode uh last week episode. I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was a, uh, one heck of an episode.
0: For yes. uh, so those of you who, mean... who don't know uh, or who aren't sure, it was the episode with all the uh, decoys. Yes. Was it decoys? It was decoys, right?
1: Deco- <laughs> yeah. I, you, 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 when you realise that decoys, that the word decoys have more words than decoys. And de- <laughs> decoys. Decoys yes so uh i mean but this one was very uh interesting because um we get to explore more of like um the decoys who are the decoys like what if we are the decoys and you know throughout the episode you go "Ah, like, oh, no this is the real smith family no that's with the I thought that was the real
0: Smith. Okay. So that's the the beauty of the episode is you never actually find out who the real Smith family is. Yeah. Uh, And you
1: just, it's mind blowing. So, uh, yeah. And also, I really liked uh, some, you know, the the ideas that came out, you know, um, uh, throughout the episode. Like, um, spoilers for one bit. There's this. Bit called Asmouth. Uh I don't know. He was a Russian guy. Uh As Asmoth. How do you say his name? He's Asmouth. I don't know. I'm, He's I'm honestly, I'm honestly so lost at what you're talking about. No, there's right. So there's one bit where Wick is talking about the decoys, and he explains <laughs> it with this theory. Uh, Asmoth. uh Asmoth. I don't know how to say his name. Uh anyway. It, it was very. Uh, I was looking at it, and it was like, "Oh, so robots like ex ex machina, you know how you know um, decoys will go against the master." And he, no, oh, there we go. I remember now. He's a he's a writer, and he creates stories like I Robot. Uh, this Russian person, uh, and okay. uh, it, it was it, it was it was that was that was interesting. So yeah but anyway uh the the first two episodes uh are good they're great they're great to watch uh you know hopefully they'll continue the story of evil morty uh
0: and yeah we didn't get any of that in season four unless you count the dream episode
1: yeah the dream episode yeah
0: yeah uh Yeah. yeah i i agree with you i wasn't a huge i really liked season four part two but season four part one wasn't Exactly my favorite. I don't really remember it, but I think that's the point. I think I think it was it wasn't that memorable. Um, but I think so far this season it started out pretty strong. I, I really liked episode two. Episode one was all right, but you know, I think episode two um hopefully we'll get more like that.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I I I, I can't really uh, expand upon it because I don't want to spoil it, but um I mean it brought up really interesting theories as well for um for Rick. Uh, in the first episode, where, you know, what if Morty is going to be replacing Rick? Or maybe this is the season where Rick, uh, Rick's and, Mort- Rick and Morty's relationship will be uh, broken up. Or, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? I I, yeah. Also, this week, I've got um Batman.
0: Whoa. i am suicide graphic novel. Hold, hold on hold up then buddy i got things to talk about too no wait wait the, 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 that's
1: all for me that's what well, i've been watching sorry um but i just want to add in oh the... i see i
0: see i thought you were gonna uh, add another I just, one i, I, like, I just what? got
1: uh a graphic novel uh batman i am suicide it's the story oh, that... volume
0: two of, of rebirth
1: yes so uh i'm i'm excited to read that because i haven't read the first graphic novel, it, back in 2019, it was October. Yes, it, it was in a, October. It was in sale. And it was a really good story uh, with Batman and with these people who have, like, Superman-like powers in Gotham. I think they're called Gotham people? Gotham Gothamites? Wow. E- how, how, how original. How original. Mm, yes. But... Um, but the 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 story for the first gra- graphic novel is I am Gotham, and the yes. next one's I am Suicide, and then you got I am Bane. So yes. I'm wondering if this I am Bane story is going to be
0: really good because you know you like Bane, Tom. You like I Bane. do like Bane, and I know. I mean, I literally I haven't read it, uh, but I know like the uh, the the basic plot of Rebirth quite well. So. After I Am Bane, you get the War of Jokes and Riddles, which is set during Zero Year. And then you get uh, about, I think, six, maybe, no, three, maybe. You get Rules of Engagement, Bridal Burglar, and um, the Wedding. You get this whole Batman Cattleman Wedding arc. But it, basically, this Tom King uh, uh, Batman rebirth arc culminates in, in a Big Bane story. So I wonder. Does I am Bane set that up? Because it ends with this arc called City of Bane. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, I'm. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm going to be. I'm hoping that it's going to be a little bit better than you know the whole Nightfall story because, within you know the Nightfall story was a bit, um, underwhelming because you know he he Batman was like you know fighting villains you know like one after the other throughout this one and um but the the second volume to nightfall was really good as well mm. uh explored as we are uh and i like the prelude the prelude's good i like that because it really explored bane so yeah yes uh, i I'll love i love the prelude yeah I'll, i'm gonna talk about uh i am suicide next week so i've got time for that
0: yeah. Awesome. Um, well, I, I think. I think it's worth it's, it's worth mentioning about um, about Nightfall. There is like a whole other like story about Azrael being Batman and Bat- and, and Bruce kind of, you know, uh, taking over again. So yeah. I feel like that's something we should probably try and read at some point.
1: Yeah, we, we should like explore more about the, the whole Nightfall story, because I feel like there's Definitely. more to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, okay, yeah. so I've watched two things this week. So the first thing was I finished Batwoman season two. Uh, so uh, obviously, this has been going on uh, since January. Um, and it's worth mentioning, first of all, that Batwoman season one was cut short because of COVID, like many TV shows were. And then uh, the main actress got fired and removed. Um, I still don't really know why. Um, I think she was difficult to work with or something. They weren't happy with the direction the show was going in. So season two immediately was a bit of a strange one because it had hanging thread, plot threads from season one. It had characters who were related, who, who you know, had relationships with Kate Kane. But, and then they had to introduce a new Batwoman. Um, so they introduced her in, in Ryan Wilder. And I have to say, season two, all in all, was great. It ended up so much better than season one they oh, managed to wrap up uh, a lot of plot lines from season one very well um and continue them on uh the best part of season one was definitely alice the villain and they managed to take her to interesting new places having her you know like be pushed to the edge um while i and you know the way that they dealt with kate kane the protagonist season one not being there was very clever uh it was a little bit obvious but obviously you know of course it was Um, And I feel like Ryan Wilder as the new protagonist, as the new Batwoman, she did a great job. She wasn't she wasn't exactly the same as Kate. She has a different personality and it works. It really does work. They introduced loads of really cool classic Batman villains. You know, you had Black Mask as the overarching villain and you started the season with Hush. Loads of great stuff uh, there. They've set up some really cool stuff for season three. Uh, and it explored some characters in a really really satisfying way this season of arrow hasn't had major crossovers and i didn't feel like i needed it they did a really good job and they stood on their own two feet without relying on crisis and infinite earths without doing any of that stuff you know they didn't you know like they didn't have to like meet the flash or super good anything like that there was one episode where one character showed up briefly other than that I thought it carried the story really, really well. The middle got a little bit boring, but I feel like especially the the ending, the best thing in a TV show is when the, the finale is the best part. And I think the final three or four episodes of the season was the best part. So loved it so much. And I really can't wait to see season three, which is about to start shooting. So, yeah, a really good one for Arrow, which is great because this year Black Lightning's ending was very underwhelming, Um, but and The Flash isn't that good this season. But Batwoman, Legend of Tomorrow and Superman and Lewis are great at the moment. So that's great. Good to report.
1: Wow. Uh, that was a... Uh, <laughs> I wish I was watching something like that this week, but, um, yeah, but I've just been... Yeah. I've just been tired. I just... I was just so tired this week, but now Definitely. I feel more awake than ever. That's
0: all right. I mean, to be fair, I only watched one episode of Batwoman this week, but I've been watching the whole season since January, so I thought I'd, I'd kind of report on it. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Um, uh, I, have, I have one more thing to talk about. Okay, um, And this one is, is it's, it's, it's a difficult one to talk about, so kind of bear with me here. Um, so I watched Another Round uh, at the cinema, uh, a, for a limited screening, and it's a it's a Swedish, I think it's Swedish. Let me check. Um, uh, it won best international film at the fe- at the uh, the Oscars. Um, and uh is Danish, sorry, uh, and stars Mads Mikkelsen among others uh, in a story about uh basically people who decide to get really 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 drunk, right? And yeah. First of all, I have to say, this is probably the best film I've seen all year. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast or anyone who knows me will know, I I have been singing the praises of Promising Young Woman all year. I loved Promising Young Woman so much. But I have to say, I thought Another Round was better. It was absolutely amazing. Um, It's a really interesting uh, depiction of um, alcoholism. And you know, the the benefits and the um you know extreme effects they can have on you as a person in your social life through all aspects of you, um, and how you know the need to be a better person could sometimes drive you to to the opposite direction you want to go. It was very it was very good, and it was, you know, it was light-hearted when it needed to be but it was also it also packed a very p- serious punch it knew exactly when to have the dramatic moments filled them with a little bit of comedy you know which i think is needed for this kind of subject matter and it's just, and it's a film that you know it, it really it really did affect me i have to say that you know oh wow. it was it was emotional as somebody who has in my life seen some pretty horrific you know uh secondhand of course uh you know effects of alcohol you know it really really affected me this film you know in a a way that not much ever has I I really struggled afterwards you know had a lot of time to kind of think about it and you know collect my thoughts afterwards and you know had a little cry as you do um but I I think you know point is is that this film, real, you know, one of the reasons why I liked it so much and why it's because it really did speak to me and it had this really you know, big effect. I could see, I could see myself in a lot of the characters, and I could see situations in my own life that that played out. And you know, it, it, it was something that that you know, you can obviously see it as a as a comedy and something that is you know, like all oh, these stupid people are drinking. But I feel like from the, you know, obviously it's a unique perspective that not a lot of people will have, Um, it, it you know, it made me see this film in a whole different light. And, you know, um, I didn't know whether I was going to talk about it on the pod. I thought it might be a little bit too kind of heavy. and But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's something that I need to kind of express. I, I did love it, but I think, you know, there's a lot to it that I can relate to and that I, I've struggled with. And I would definitely say that people should watch it because understanding these kinds of issues things that you wouldn't think are issues you know but are i think are really important
1: um
0: so i think everyone should go and watch it at the cinema uh or if it's not showing at the cinema kind of wait until it's on streaming or something but definitely watch it don't be put off by the fact that it's danish uh you know you get used to you know I, subtitles I, foreign foreign films I, never a problem you should yeah, go and watch I, them regardless
1: i um I went to see Parasite, and yeah. that was totally fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh,
0: yeah, You know, it's uh, like, it, it. I might have liked it. I, I mean, I thought Parasite was absolutely exceptional. And I think purely because of the emotional reaction to it, I think I preferred um, Another Round to Parasite. Uh, I think it definitely deserved its international uh, film feature win. Um, and, you know, it, it's got so much love and soul put into it, you know? Uh, even the director, his daughter died whilst they were making it, and 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 you know, oh, and 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 you he has a there's a mess, you know that it says for Ida at the end, and you can really understand, you know, all that, you, that has happened. You can see the love and attention and care that went into it all, and yeah, I feel like it, it's it's a it's an incredible film that I I think everyone everyone should see, um, and and yeah, that's that's it for me this week. Right. Wow. Um I'm sorry to end it on a bit of a depressing note. <laughs> um again like, I wasn't sure whether I'd talk about it, but I felt like it had uh, to be uh, had to be no, spoken about. Just, no, that just kinda of threw me off, but um yeah that
1: that um not not to like uh, it's not a heavy one, but like mm. it it kinda of felt like when I was watching
0: um Sound of Metal. Yeah, well so that's kind of, what that is exactly what i was thinking about um because you know i remember when when you spoke about it you had a lot of you know feelings that were very personal to you yeah similar thing yeah. with this yeah wow right oh Uh-oh. definitely gonna
1: watch that week. yeah you that. definitely
0: yeah. should everyone should 10 out of 10 absolutely wonderful um should we roll it out then yeah that's it that's it for me yeah brilliant well uh there's somebody at my door so john i'm gonna let you do the outro and I'll and I'll and I'll be back. So all right, yeah. Okay. Good luck.
1: Good luck. Ah. Right. Uh, th- this is just me <laughs> doing the uh outro. Um. Yeah. This week, uh, we had a very um, you know, exciting topics to talk about, and um, we talked about Loki. We talked about Black Widow, and we are excited to talk about. Um Black Widow and yeah, many films uh yet to come. Um but uh thank you for listening, uh tuning in, whether you're just, uh, just chilling out. Oh sorry. Go whether on. whether you're chilling out or relaxing for this podcast, thank you for listening. Uh but uh be safe, wear your mask. Uh and Tom, would you would you like to do the
0: honors for, you know, what people to,
1: you know, to follow you on yes Whenever.
0: indeed uh you can get in touch with us at our film pod at gmail or follow us on twitter or instagram at film pod. uh remember if you email us we will read it on the pod and we'll reply um or you can follow me on twitter at tom the Boardman. john's twitter is dead now so rest in peace. Dead. yes rest in peace uh, in yes um I, I
1: don't know what to do with it <laughs> so Shall i just uh shall i just wait Shall i just get the, the thumbs up, John, on yes, there, yes, and uh, put it as my profile picture, and oh, then yes. in my bio,
0: I just put dead, dead, <laughs> uh, dead, just dead. Rest account. in peace, John. He has passed. Well, if you do, let passed. me know, and I'll I'll take the I'll take the your link out of all the pods. Um, but yeah, it's like the video, like it, yes, yeah. give it that thumbs uh, up, and yeah, be sure to subscribe because next week we're gonna do Black Widow. And um Loki episode five. So you know, I will be doing Loki um episode six yeah. as well the week after. So yeah, all exciting stuff to come. And we're gonna be uh recording an episode uh quite early. So don't get your hopes up, yeah. This is gonna come out in five weeks' time, but we're gonna record our episode on Suicide Squad 2016 tomorrow. So John, you're excited to watch Suicide Squad, aren't you? Yes,
1: I yes. Am. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, yes,
0: uh
1: be safe. Wear your mask, mm. and w- w- when you get into the cinema, please
0: do wear a mask because yes. we want we want cinemas to stay open. Yes, and and oh, get and again, get your vaccine, guys. I got my first vaccine this week. Do oh, it. Oh, how do you feel? I'm fine. Yeah, okay, a little bit. Good. I was a little bit dizzy on the day. Um, afterwards, but yeah, I, was, I I was fine. No side effects. Yeah, and uh,
1: what else? Um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, yeah, for brilliant. me um so oh, One more thing sorry when you go to the cinema i know it's gonna be like your first time back but like you can hear people just talking in the background you know but you know in you know we talked about you know cinema experience about fast <laughs> and Furious 9 yeah you know yeah so it does take a while if you're just going back into yeah don't yeah. talk
0: in the cinema guys once the film started be quiet <laughs> be quiet come on it's for people to we're trying enjoy. to indulge in fine cinema fine content yes oh wow that was yes. that was amazing yes so okay. will you do the honors john
1: uh right uh take what you have given thank you give for tuning <laughs> in sorry take what you have given <laughs> give nothing back <laughs> goodbye goodbye